own set of challenges. Who better to give you advice than these knuckleheads? Who let them have a podcast anyway? Need <laughs> <laughs> your mama's permission. This, this is the Battle Podcast. What up, man, and welcome to the battle. I'm your host, Full Money Johnny. And I'm Ray Ray all day. Yeah, what up, Ray? Ray. Oh, What's that, Mainer? Mainer? Mainer beer? Mainer beer. Mainer beer. Oh, Mainer beer. I got beer, Mainer. Mainer's here. He was late, but he did bring the beer. Yes, he did. He's not in rear on the beers. That's it, baby. You guys lay off the rhyme and you all suck. No Dr. <laughs> Seuss in this club. Uh, oh, man. Has he gone oh, woke? Haters going to hate. I don't know. Well, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Seuss hasn't gone woke. He, he was almost discontinued by the woke nation. Uh, oh, they got something against green eggs and ham, I guess. Oh, know? man. Oh, man. Oh, was hey. it the wrong pronoun? Well, hey, while we're talking, <laughs> you know, he, about, about being woke, about being woke and all. Uh-oh. This whole softball thing, dude, I got to tell you. <laughs> Oh man, what are it, we talking about has, now? It has woken, <laughs> awoken, 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 you? awoken every muscle in my body. <laughs> I don't need to hear about all that. Oh, I'm working out hard behind the plate. My lower extremities are like on fire right now. <laughs> <laughs> there playing, we go. We did hear about it. I've been playing catcher, and I got to tell you what, that's a lot of weight to be picking up. Oh. He's, he's been taking it serious too. He's actually like getting in the squat, what? like a real catcher. I'd never see this no. in any. Adult league softball. <laughs> He's professional. Give him I try to give it my best, Mike. You know, I, know. I want to try to give it my best. That's good because you, your coach is always watching. I uh, always could bench. Mike's you the only anytime. guy I know that you know tries to get me to not score with the umpire. I don't even understand that. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! What? Score with the umpire? No, not score. Oh, jeez, man! What was I thinking? Oh my gosh! Man. I may or may not. You go have scoring to... with the umpire. Huh? <laughs> What's may... the title of the show? Wait, listen. <laughs> I John's may or may out. have not touched third base on my way back to home plate. <laughs> and all I hear from Mike is, ah, you want to touch third plate next time? You want to uh, hit that third base? I'm like, dude, why don't you just say it a little bit louder, dude? Someone else told me that, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to let him make sure he knows. Hey, I, I got a question. Who's got the better batting average right now? Well, before we get into that, I found out some really, really nice information last night. All Ask right. Mike who's keeping all the stats. Mike is. That would be me. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it, but he, I do it legitimately because I'm an honest person. He keeps person. on player, players, you know, uh, players, fielder's choice in me every time I hit, hit a base hit. And hit then it I past guess, the infield, and then they don't have to throw it away. I, oh, look throw who's it, talking. Throw it. They don't have to throw it. I mean, this is coming from a guy plays. grounded out at the end of the game when we were losing by six runs. You really want to go there, Mike? I was funny I, when the last podcast yeah. when you said, pay attention to the stats you don't keep. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I mean, I look over and he's like, oh, yeah, batting average is like a 240. I'm like, what? I've been up like six times and been on base like four. You have some field of choice. Field of choice. Field is, who the hell does a field of choice in, in a softball? softball? I'm Mike. not padding your stats, man. Uh, uh, I had to deal with that with, with what, the other church I played but for. But what's amazing to me, to Ray Ray? Stats. This is what really is amazing to me. I know for a fact he's had at least three field of choices. And he ain't got one in his stats. Uh, just because I'm thrown out doesn't mean I hit it to get thrown out. We're hey. not, we're, this isn't a baseball podcast. Oh, is here it? we go. Hey. Oh, 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 we hit a nerve. <laughs> Welcome to the Not Baseball Podcast. 
starring the Mainer. Oh, Mainer got that. You think you know, but you don't. Uh, no, I just think, everybody, I mean, if we want to talk baseball, I'll oh, talk here, baseball. So hey, here we go. Opening day for the Red guy's Sox looking Yankees. over his shoulder for freaking Big Poppy every time uh, we play. Yeah. Hey, Johnny, you, you do notice that he said he's not patting your... Not patting yeah. my own. I could have oh, no, called, no, no, no. yeah. no. called my stuff. You are right. Not You're out. right. You know? He says, I'm not patting your he, stats. He's so, he is so <laughs> mad because the first game we had, I was batting a 1,000. Well, you uh, batted once. That doesn't matter. I got Still on base a thousand. without a field of choice, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to go back. and Maybe it was a field of choice. <laughs> That's bullshit. Thank you, Fritzy. <laughs> well, you, uh, know, you know, you think you know, but you don't know. You don't know. You just don't know. You yeah. just yeah. Maybe when know. you were younger, you knew. Well, you thought you knew every damn thing when you was younger, didn't well, you? I did. Oh, I, I knew think. It. You uh, know, they they say as you at least age, that's what I told my parents. As yeah. you age to your twenties, you know everything, and your parents don't know shit. Oh yeah, truth. And the further you get past your twenties, you start to realize you don't know shit, and your parents knew everything. Yeah. Well, as soon as you get thrown out of the boat, and you have to swim for yourself. That's when you realize I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Exactly. Man. That's it. Exactly, man. So what we're what we're touching on, what we're leading into here, is uh, as men, our responsibilities in raising our children, and how they tend to put off the persona that they know everything. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh oh. And it starts early, don't it? It does. It does. It absolutely does. I'll tell you what. I I thought that you know that the 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 hardest years were going to be the younger years, and they've been the harder years for me have been the older. Mm, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it's because they're more recent. Well, they're more opinionated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and there's so much social media influence out there yeah, too that they they just think they know everything. You can you can learn how to do anything on YouTube. Well, their favorite line these days is, "I just want to live my life, my best life, my yeah. best life." You know. That's bullshit. No, no, it's just my life now because if you say best life, that's like yesterday. You know that you're you know, uh, you're not cool anymore. Okay. Now it's just I just want to live my life. Mm. So they got rid of best now? I'm yeah. a grown-ass man. Man, I can't keep yep. up with this. I'm an adult. I'm yeah. a grown-ass man. Grown yeah. I've heard it twice uh. in my house. <laughs> grown-ass man. <laughs> grown-ass man. That's kind of hard to say to somebody who's almost seven feet tall. <laughs> right? And it owns a gun. Fritzy's over like a walking skyscraper, and his kid's looking up and going, I'm a grown-ass man. <laughs> <laughs> you, ever see walk, on him. you ever see the old movie Walking Tall? Beautiful oh, yeah. Pussard? Uh, yeah. yeah. That'd be me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the the one thing, we've all heard it, especially if you're out there and you have kids in their teens or, you know, early 20s growing up, becoming adults. Or if you're an early 20-something-year-old, 18-year-old, whatever, that's listening to this podcast, listen very carefully. Yeah. Because you want... I heard somebody say at one time that... Uh, you want to play house in your parents' house. So <laughs> yeah. you're wanting... Wow, yeah. I like that. I yeah. don't like it, but I mean, I like it. Yeah, <laughs> That's I good. mean, you're wanting to claim you're a grown-ass man. You're wanting to say that you deserve all these freedoms and do whatever the hell you want, but you don't want to pay rent, take out the trash, do the dishes, or anything that being a grown-ass man entails. Yeah. Yep. Well, I've heard in my own house what? that I don't want to move out because I don't want to live by myself. When I find the right person to move in with, <laughs> then I'll consider it. Wow. 
You know what's funny is they're they're willing to pay rent to live with somebody else, but they don't want to pay rent living with us. And <laughs> as soon as you demand that rent, then they scurry to find a place to live. Oh yeah, yeah. or that's that amazing. Someone, they don't yeah. want to help you out, right? Well, yeah. you know, it it reminds me of of me when I was younger, you know. And I I've told this story in the podcast. But my mom actually came to me when I was seventeen and a half, just graduated, and I was working full time, and she was living in a housing authority. And you know, if you were working, you had a source of income. They went off of the source of the income of who's living in the house, mm -hmm. you know. And my mom pretty much just told me. She said, "Hey, you know, you if you want to stay here, that's fine, but you got to pay half the rent." And me being young, and you know, I'm like, "Screw that! I'm not gonna pay half the rent and live in the projects." So what did I do? I went and slept on my buddy's couch. So you being a grown ass man, thinking yeah. you know everything, thought it'd be a good idea to. Hell no, I ain't helping you. I'm going to go sleep on my buddy's couch. Yeah, and just bounce around for a little while thinking you got it all figured out. And There's no consideration that. for the 20 years of help that you have received. Exactly. Right. It just doesn't you know, come into play. So we've all been down. We've all been there. Yeah. You know, we've all been yeah. there. We've all, you know, been on that flip side of the coin where we're like, we wanted our independence and we wanted our freedom or whatever. And I think that the... The problem is, is that, you know, it, it goes back to the culture that we live in, maximum reward for minimum effort. Yeah. Yep. And the kids today, they think that they don't have to put forth any effort and they should, they're entitled to, or they are, they expect to get what they need, to, what they deserve in their own minds. And the reality of it is, is they haven't deserved anything. You nailed it. Selfish. They expect to get what they feel they deserve in their own minds, which is selfish. They're, they're. It's me, 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 me. Well, you know what they say, uh, Ray? Desperate people do shitty things. Uh, yep. Truth. Like live on somebody else's couch. Well, yeah. Well, when you're desperate, I'm, yeah. I'm just using that as an example because you things. said it. Yeah. You know, that they, they start scratching, scratching and clawing for excuses and reasons and rhymes for why they can't or they won't do what they're supposed to do. To justify their selfish behavior. Yes. Yeah, it's not the fact that you'd step back and go, well, you know, you've supported me for the last 15 years or so. I'm, I'll pay some rent. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'll bring home a gallon of milk once in a while, you I'll know. Pick up the, I'll take out the trash. You, you yeah. know, I'm I won't make my 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 stepdad's mother in law mow the grass. Right? Uh, who who, who <laughs> did that happen to? <laughs> uh, it, it happened. Must be someone else who was on that show. <laughs> wow! Wow! Bam! I, sorry, I love you, bro. You, you know, I <laughs> hope uh, it's not my problem. <laughs> oh, it's your problem. It, that's a, it's all our problem. Mm -hmm. I, I hope that there are some young 20-somethings out there listening to this that are living at their parents' houses. Yeah. And, and I hope it, you know, a lot of times you just have to hear it from somebody else. Well, it's funny because Mike's got some statistics on that. Yeah. About young people, young adults living at home. I do? Yeah. Okay. I, I typed them up for you, Dan. I mean, come on. Look. No, no. I, I researched them. No, I'm just kidding. I, I knew I knew oh, they were there. Okay. All, right. All right. Please welcome the Mainer for the stats on You Think You Know, But You Don't. Yeah, I was just playing that game like I don't have stats. I <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah. So right now it's about 50%. 50% of young adults are living with their family. And that was raised up in a meme that went across national, like, you know, all the social medias of like 52%, the most since the uh, Great Depression are now living with their family, but they did some fact checks, but it was through USA Today, so I can't trust that, but it was uh, 48%. So, I mean, roughly 50% of people are living at so home. So, 50% of young adults are living at home, and 
some of them aren't ain't even single. Some of them are married with their kids living at home. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, I think uh, the state that I grew up in, in Massachusetts, per capita, has got the highest number of people that live with their parents. Yeah, and and COVID definitely it's not added Florida. To it. <laughs> no, it's it's uh, I believe it's Massachusetts. Now, yeah. now I want to make it's it not clear. Spring Valley. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about people who have come across hard times exactly. and, no, and are no. doing anything that they nope. can do to, you know, to make things work. Cause you know, I actually know somebody who had to move back yep. with their parents, with their kids, Yep. but they recently just moved out and got their own place. But it was, there was that time period where, you know, just the shit hit mm -hmm. the fan. Well, know? what we're talking about is people, young people that are living at home that think their parents owe them a living. They're correct. But then in the Ooh. same token, in the same breath, believe that the parents don't have any say or any input on their lives. Right. They can mm -hmm. come and go, do what they want, spend what they want, you know, no say what they want, but then, you know, don't ask questions. Don't be involved in my life. Just, you know, just let me stay here, eat your food, live under your roof, suck up your Wi-Fi, watch your TV, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Well, I had that story about uh, an engineer that I knew who told me he was 24, 25 years old, living at home with his parents, talking about all this money that he was saving and all these things that he was doing and going out. And I looked at him and went, at your parents' expense. Mm -hmm. Yep. And he just yep. kind of looked at me dumbfounded. And I was like, dude, your parents have raised you up until now, 24, yeah. and they're still raising you. And you're taking advantage of your parents and their kindness and their generosity. Say it, Ray. For the past six years. Yeah, for the past six years. And you're banking your cash while you're sucking off of them. Right. So like, most of the time, they're not even banking any cash. They're blowing it on something else. Yeah. He, Today's day and age, you know, PS, PS5s. PS5s. You know, the yeah. latest iPhones. Yeah, no you know. comment. I tell you what, though. I do know that with that, with that guy, specifically, not six to eight months after we had that conversation, he moved out. He moved up. To, to Jacksonville, moved out. He was dating a girl who would, con and I said, and she don't mind coming back to your parents' place? <laughs> I'm like, that's kind of that's kind of weak, weird. bro. Bring it back to high school days. Right? Yeah. Hiding in the basement. You know? mm -hmm. But within six to eight months, he actually moved out, got engaged, and, and, and started getting real. Started, you know, stepping up and being a man. There you go. You, you got that little, little let's see, what, what do I sort of say? Earworm in his head, like thinking yeah. about it. Like, hey, I, Earworm. I like that. that. And, you know, and not all young people like that because no. I, I got a buddy right now that told me, you know, he's got a son in the Air Force. You know, he's got minimal expenses. You know, he just got married and he's he has saved forty eight thousand dollars. There you go. So but we'll get right back to that after we make a quick break. You're listening to The Battle Podcast, a GSR podcast production. What up, man? This is Fritz, producer of The Battle Podcast. We want to thank you for listening today as we know your time is valuable. If you're finding this content helpful and useful in your life, well, maybe consider supporting us as a business sponsor or a personal gift. You know, a little goes a long way in helping us continue encouraging other men. We now have a PayPal account, which is quick, easy, and very secure. Just type in your browser, paypal.me forward slash the battle podcast that's paypal.me slash the battle podcast or snail mail us a check we don't care we just appreciate each and every one of you and as always don't hesitate to contact us at the battle podcast at gmail.com if you'd like to be a guest or you have a show suggestion that's the battle podcast at gmail.com okay enough of this let's get back to it so i mean here's a guy that 
was had an opportunity. He's like, he told his dad, he's like, his dad's like, holy shit, you got that much money? And he was like, yeah, he goes, dad, I don't really have to pay for nothing. You know, I get my food for free. I got my lodging for free because I just been saving my money. He's like, wow, that's pretty. So now he's got a, just got married. He's walking into a marriage and he's at $48,000 in his bank account. That That's wow. the right way to do it. Yeah. It'll be there long. You, you that's know, a grown ass man. That, that's a grown there, ass that man. That is there a grown ass go. man. There Thank you, you very much. Preparing for life and, and understanding that you have a responsibility as a man. You know, I know some people, women go, well, I don't need somebody to take care of me. But as a man, your your job is to provide for your spouse. Right. And, and providing is not just monetarily. Correct. There's a lot more to it. There's a lot more to it. It's emotional support. It's it's financial support. It's it's physical support. Yeah. It's protection. You know, it's, it's moral support. I mean, all these different things. As men, we have a responsibility to take care of our wives. Yeah. Amen to that. And and as a as a husband, if you're if you're a husband or you know blended family or whatever that may be, the hardest part to deal with the kids who think they know but they don't know is the the selfishness and lack of I I say respect because everything you do for those kids, it feels like they are not respecting you. And they are being completely selfish and they think they're deserved everything that you've well, given. The problem though is, is we live in a culture today where that's what they're told. Constantly. Well, and we give everything for their comfort. Yeah. We don't want them to feel discomfort. Yeah. You know, but that's what builds. The biggest and greatest lessons are in discomfort. That's it exactly. Sorry to say. Well, pain is the greatest teacher. We've talked about that. Well, there you go. And even in the, in the Bible, if you're a believer, you know that. Yeah. In this life, you will. And we're not you will suffer. We're not you just will. talking about physical pain either. No. Financial no. pain, emotional pain. Yeah. You know, stress. And stress. Some stress is good. It is. It's okay to get stressed out a little bit knowing that you got shit on the line and you got to do something about it. it well, especially if it's uh, self-induced. Yeah. I mean, I'm and go, having to dig your way out. I'll go back to an old podcast. I mean, remember Daniel talked about how he failed oh, yeah. more times than he what was success. It? 90, 90%, yeah. I think it was. Yeah. So, uh -huh. I mean, you go yep. back to that. You don't lose, you learn. Like, that's how I've always seen it. I've, I saw that once in, in, in a meme. I was like, that actually makes sense. Right. You don't lose, you learn. You're like, you know, I didn't lose this game. I learned what I could do better. Well, well you, we, we also have this new, uh, you know, get now pay later mentality oh uh, yeah. yeah yep oh yeah you yeah. know it's just the mentality that you know i want what i want when i want it and i don't care what it takes to get it not just that but you deserve what you <laughs> want yeah you deserve it and you know what you can get it prosperity with yeah. just monthly payments yeah <laughs> two years free two years interest free no payments right. no down payments you can get the shark back and you can sit home and start a youtube channel and make more money than getting out there and doing the job six yeah. easy payments of 35 dollars wow. <laughs> for a shark vacuum six easy, <laughs> six easy payments of 135 dollars them damn and things are back, expensive things are back to what you say you think you know but you don't know yeah you don't, you don't know, know. Nope. Hey, mike did you have any stats on debt since since you just oh, yeah. touched on debt you know, the, the buy now, pay later, the get now, pay. It, it's good. It's not buy now, pay later. It's get it's now, get, pay later. Get now, pay later with interest. Right. <clears throat> right now, it's uh, about a little over 10000 so $11,000 in debt for ages, what did I say, 24 and younger. 24 years old and younger. Gen Z. $10,000 in debt. Ooh. 
Yeah, that's can the you average. Believe, can you believe that? I mean, Ooh. I mean that student loan, car loan. That is a riveting stat. I'm not going to lie. That's a thinker. 24, Scary. Ye- 24 years and younger. 11 grand. You're already in debt. Woo. Uh, I'm going to tell a little story here that of, of my own stupidity where I thought I knew, but I didn't know. So this know. must have happened last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, brother. Got him. Hey. It was yesterday. Oh, okay. right. <laughs> I try to give you some credit. Now, and, and, and this kind of goes into, you know, when I, this is when I was 18, 19 years old. And my parents taught me, my mom taught me a lot about spending money. Don't spend more than you make, you know, stay away from credit card debt, so on and so forth. But, you know, I knew better than she did. First thing I did. Of course did, you did. Yeah. I went out and spent like five grand on a stereo system for the car. Whoa! Right, loud punk that went over like a oh, Led dude. Zeppelin, dude. It was it was it was a ridiculous system. You gotta think this was twenty oh, dude, eight, nice. twenty nine years ago. Oh, that's a man. Remember that's the an gen- awesome stereo. Remember right. the Jensen commercials, Citri- dude, dude. This was all Alpine, Alpine, loud punk. Well, see that don't mean that don't mean anything to kids nowadays because Alpine's at freaking Walmart. Yeah, yeah. that's you true. Know? Yeah, true. But, but back in the day, you had to go to the high oh, yeah. high end store to oh, get Alpine. Yeah, I remember. Days. So anyway, so I, you know, mom, it, we, even though Forget my mom was telling me, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Of course I go and do it. Right. And of course I get, you do. I get that bill in and it says five grand. It says payment due. It says minimum payment due. 25 bucks. It was like $30. <laughs> I'm like, I can do this all day. Yeah. So about three months of paying that $30, I look at what's owed and I went, Wait a minute. Five thousand dollars. No, I, it's more. It's more. It's I'm like, interest. I said, wait a minute. I paid ninety bucks and now I owe five thousand thirty-five dollars. I'm like, what the hell? And my mom just looks at me and went, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> but I was a grown ass man. So yes, I went you out. Were. <laughs> I went out and got another job mowing yards on the weekends just to pay that freaking credit card. Yeah. Yep. But I had to learn the hard way. Thought you knew. But you Buy know. once, cry once, man. That's At least it. you bought some quality stuff. But yeah. you, you know what? That pain mm-hmm. and that discomfort of busting my ass mowing lawns there you go. To, less. to pay off one credit card yep. taught me a real good lesson. Because at that point, my parents looked at me and they said, look, live with us as long as we can stand each other. You're going to keep paying rent, but you're going to save money. And we're going to watch your... I'm going to watch your bank account. I'm going to make sure you're saving money along with this. Mm. And not just that, but you are going to take out the trash. You are going to be home by one o'clock. You are going to let us know if you're going to be home for dinner or not. So on and so forth. So after me thinking I knew what I didn't know, I was like, damn, they might be on to something. <laughs> yeah, they might, huh? <laughs> so I did. And I was able to buy my first house at 21 yeah. because mm-hmm. I actually listen to well, them. And you learn. I mean, yep. one of the things you can pay attention to is see how much interest you're paying on your credit card every month. Look at that number and you realize, holy crap, what did I just do? Yeah. yeah but one of the stats we didn't look up and we probably should have is, yeah. is filing bankruptcy. I had Ooh, that from last yeah. time. Hold on. I'm just curious how many, I mean, I'm talking about young people. Young, filing, young yeah. people filing So bankruptcy. racking up credit cards and just filing bankruptcy, not having to pay for it. Yeah. No so skin. We, had, go. we had that from the last time. We just never used it. No, no skin. So, and we're talking financially, but you know, there's another situation. You know, it's like relational. Yeah. These young people think they know, but they don't know. You know, they, they you know, I was there. I thought I knew too. Oh, I, I didn't know. It. I got a story for that one. Yeah, you think <laughs> you think you in love and 
and everything's you know kosher and you're going to live this life and this person's going to be here forever and mm-hmm. and this and that and you know you don't care what anybody says says and you're blind and you're going to be you know and the reality of it is is you know if that were the case and i tell my kids you wouldn't be my kids and that wouldn't be my wife yeah breach you know what i'm saying mm-hmm and, you know, I, if you would have hit me up at the age of 18 or 17 or 16, I would have, t- if you would have told me I wasn't going to marry the girl I was with, I would have told you you were a damn liar. Yep. Yeah. I, so, <laughs> Mike, Mike, did you find yeah, a stat? Yeah, 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 I found some stats. Um, so I was surprised by this low number, but it's only 5% of bankruptcy cases were due to reckless spending. But the rest of it, like 62% was due to medical expenses. So the stuff that adds up after you're in the hospital. Uh, yeah, I can or, see that. And that goes like back that. to you think, you know, but you don't because that's yeah. a, that's a necessity in life. Medical. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and, and a lot of these kids that get these jobs and they don't want to have medical insurance and they depend on their parents to do it for them. And then they move out of the house and now they don't have medical insurance. Mm, they're preach. starting to rack up that debt. I, I can tell you this right now. This is this is. This is some real life stuff for for the guys, for the young adults out there living at home under their parents' roof, under their parents' medical plan, so on and so forth. My company doesn't provide medical insurance, so I have to do the Obamacare thing, right? Oh, but your tax credits and all this pays for everything, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. My medical insurance with Obamacare is more than my mortgage. Wow. Oh, yeah. No joke. Yeah. My, for me, my wife Merry and my Christmas. two kids. Yep. Me, my wife Jeez. and my two kids with the tax credits is more than my mortgage. Without the tax credits, three times my mortgage. Wow. So, I mean, it just goes to show you. I mean, but then you get these young people and they think I can do it all on my own. I don't need you. Old man, don't tell me shit. I got this. Yeah. And and, and it goes back into relationships too. I mean, yeah. young people want to rush into these relationships. They want to rush into marriage. And you got some statistics too, Mike about, you know, certain age groups, the percentage of divorce. Yep. So for the ages, let's see. First 20. Well, actually, I was surprised by this one. Mike, that's a 60-inch yeah, screen TV. You squinting your eyes? No. Well, he's got, and he's got the baseball trying... goggles on, too. I, know. I don't get it. I wasn't squinting the big pop. I was trying he's got to the big poppies on and he's still squinting. I was doing the math because I got two ranges together. <laughs> All right. So it's it's fifty, it's fifty out of a hundred uh, fifty out of a thousand people are from the ages of 15. Wow, I'm surprised we're down south, but uh, 15 to 34 is the uh, divorce rate. So out of that many people who get married, 50 out of, wow, 50 out of 1,000. That's crazy. But more people after after they, after they that age group. I was surprised by so that. So more people stay together the younger they get yeah, married. And I know. the ones that, you, what's about 25 to 39? What's the statistic on that 60% one? 60% of all divorces. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> what, that, what that is, what that is, <laughs> They don't kill is, their husband. I, t- is, is I the texted people, that. No, <laughs> is, is the people that got married between fifteen and twenty four? Yeah, are finally getting divorced between twenty five and thirty nine. <laughs> yes, that's exactly that's, what that that's is. That's a good call. The ones that made it that that weren't part of that twenty seven percent between fifteen and twenty four. Yeah. They were just so dumb that they didn't know. Yeah, yes, but they they're figured getting, it out. They're good getting call. married to the other the twenty. Seven percent that got divorced. Right, <laughs> they're marrying them. Yeah. But and the but cycle I mean, think, starts all over think again. Think about it: twenty-five to thirty-nine, sixty yeah. percent of the marriages wow. end in divorce. Yeah. yeah, because you think it's, you know, but you don't. Yeah, it's astronomical because you got this mentality that you know you know better, and it doesn't matter. And well, everything's throwaway, Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. In, in 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 life today, it's all disposable. Yeah, 
Well, financial issues are big. One of the biggest ones besides sure. adultery are the biggest yeah. ones that cause divorce. You can't talk to your spouse about finances. You're in trouble. But that's because you don't know shit. Yep. That's the problem. Well, and if we're going to be honest, it's it's the parents and we have to take responsibility as parents. It's our fault. It is. Yeah. Because, you know, I think Fritzy touched on it very eloquently. We do everything that we can to keep them from feeling any kind of discomfort. Yeah. And so they get coddled True. and spoon fed their entire lives. And then when they hit the real world and the shit hits the fan, they bail. Whether it's financially, whether it's relationally, you know, even emotionally. When we see emotionally. Honestly, they don't know how Spiritually, to, we see to deal with it, Johnny. Yeah, they I mean, don't. Because they've never had to deal with never it. Never had to. They, it's the, never been an issue. Mom will bail me out and every big, time. You look at even the church, the biggest gap age group in the church is 18 to 30. Yep. Hey, I just Man. thought what, what Fritz just said. Mom will bail me, bail me out every time. I don't even think they think that. I think they don't even realize that mom's bailing you out. But the problem is, is that you've bailed them out so many times so quick that they don't they don't even grasp that. No, that's an pain. automatic safety net to them. Right. And and they don't even realize that. Holy shit, my mom bailed me out here. Bailed me out here. Bailed me out there. Well, the dads so are the same way, though. They, you're right. Wrong. You're right. You're yeah. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. You're right. It, it Not taking be, on the mamas, yeah, believe yeah, it, me. It used to be the mamas because they're soft and, you know, they got their emotional and empathetic and, you know. Yeah. But the dads today, they're, they're just bad. They just coddle them to death. You know, it's funny because we were talking about earlier. It's, you know, you go from a generation where fathers weren't really around and kind of didn't show love and appreciate it. I think sometimes we overlove our children. And yeah. I, yeah. I don't even know how that can be possible. True. And I feel strange even saying that. But sometimes it's like, can you love your kid too much? Well, sometimes, I don't, I don't know, maybe loving them and trying to prevent them from feeling any kind of pain or suffering is not a good thing. Yeah. And what it's done is it's created a generation of weak people mm. that can't handle any kind of adversity. Yeah. And they're entitled and they think that they're, you know, and they're selfish. Entitled. Yep. And it's like, at the end of the day, you know, if I don't like what the relationship is in, I'll just get a divorce. If I'm, if I don't have, if I got a problem financially, I'll just file bankruptcy. If I want something now, I'll just put it on a credit card. You know, if, if I don't, if I don't like what they say at church, I just won't go there. Yeah. I doesn't, not, if it does not coincide with what I want to do with my life, I'm good. And that's all, that's all selfishness. That's all me, me, me. You know, they don't make me feel good. I won't go there. You know, I can't afford to pay this. I'll file bankruptcy. It'll save me. No repercussions. Right. Nope. Bingo. No repercussions. And Every, when they say pain's the best teacher, but they're not experiencing any pain. Right. Nope. And everybody gets a trophy. Yeah. I, I, I'm still. A there big, you go. I still honestly believe that is one of the biggest Worst problems is because the kids don't feel the pain of loss. They don't feel the nope. pain of coming in last place. Nope. Or, or, or second place by two points. Yeah. They don't feel that pain. That, damn, that sucks so bad. We were so close. Well, what's one of the biggest thing you ever hear younger people say today? That's not fair. Yeah. Where, what, where the hell did this come from? That's not fair. I got grown, grown-ass men, as you say, Fritzy, mm -hmm. that work for me that'll tell me, that's not fair. Dude, you are 35 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and you're talking about, that's not fair. How come he gets to do that? Or how come that happens? That's not fair. Are we really having this conversation? Yes, you are. And then and then you take a step back and you go, wait a second. <laughs> this dude is a father and a husband. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what is he teaching? And what do you so if he's his mentality is that way, what's he teaching his kids? Yeah. Right. 
You know, and then, you know, guys of our generation that get the mentality of tough shit, just deal with it. We're hard, we're callous, and, and we don't understand, and we need to work on our, you know, our feelings. and make We're sure toxic. We're, yeah, we're toxic. And instead of, you know, saying pick yourself up and dust yourself off and get moving, you, you're not empathetic enough, and you're not worried about little Johnny's feelings. Little Johnny needs a pat on the back, and little Johnny needs to be told how great he is all the time. Well, the problem is, is Johnny's getting told that all the time, Yep, and now Johnny thinks Johnny's the shit. Yeah, and, and you guys out there listening to this, if this is pissing you off, good, Should. because that means you need to look within yourself. That means we're hitting a nerve, and that means you need to open your eyes, look at that man in the mirror, and go, "Why is this pissing me off? Am I screwing up? Is my name Johnny? Have I done that? Yeah, have I done this? Because everyone in this because room, I know mine is. Am yeah. I a mini money? Feel money. <laughs> Everyone in this room has told a story of where we screwed up as a kid and screwed up as parents. Mm -hmm. So nobody is beyond anything that we're saying. Nobody. So if you're if this message is pissing you off, good. Do Open your eyes. It. That's right. Don't sit there. Don't turn it off. Don't ignore us. Don't go, I'm never listening to them again. Because apparently we're bringing up points of interest, something you really need to look into. Well, Godstoriesradio at gmail.com. If we pissed you off, let us know. <laughs> We'd love it. Did and you, we also what? have a phone number, too. Hey, you said God Stories You just Radio. had the wrong... Uh, you did just I say God it. Stories you Radio? Did. You, you did. plugged the no, wrong No, you don't want God <laughs> Stories Radio. Oh, <laughs> the producer man. just sold us out, boy. Oh, man. We still love you. The battlepodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. It's finish. all Gmail. It's all ball I mean, bearings. You can, listen to, you can listen to that. You could listen Probably. to God Stories Radio, too. If you're thinking the way these were talking and you're thinking the way that... Fritz, uh, Ray Ray's talking. You do need God. You know, hang on. Since, since, yeah, I have been kind of foul this this episode, haven't I? <laughs> I've been popping off quite a bit. Now, now I'm gonna bring it back to the Bible. <laughs> oh, cool, cool. I'm gonna I do. Buy, a, I like oh how you're gonna tie this in. I'm gonna do a 180. I'm gonna go to the armory. No, you were talking about. You know, that's not fair. That's not fair. There's a story in the Bible where a guy who owns a bunch of fields hires people standing. They would all go collectively. Well, nowadays it's the Home Depot. You know, back then it was a it was a, a gathering point where all the laborers would hang out waiting for somebody to hire them. And he hires these three guys and says, Hey, go out into my field and start, you know, pulling in the harvest. And then about four hours later, five hours later, he's he sees that there's still three or four more guys standing there and go, Hey, aren't you guys working? He says, No. They say no. He goes, Well, go out to my field and and work on the harvest. At the end of the day, they all come back and he pays them all the same amount. Well, the first three were pissed off that the last three got the same amount. That's not fair. That's not it fair. exactly. And the guy says, grown-ass man. Well, the guy says, hey, it's my field. Did I not pay you what I said I was going to pay you? It's my money. It's mm -hmm. my money. Yep. Life's not fair, man. It's not. Listen, here's the bottom line. The bottom line is this. Life isn't fair. Shit happens. That's just the reality of it. And at the end of the day, we've got decisions to make and choices to make as men. We can either sit back and make excuses and point fingers and walk around in our pride and our selfishness, or we can take that step and look at that man in the mirror and say, you know what, enough's enough. I need to change this about me. I thought I knew everything too, but I didn't. And there's some of you right now listening to this podcast and you're in that place and you're looking at your father and you're looking at your mother and you're thinking, they don't know what the hell they're talking about. You know, this is my life. Well, yeah, it is your life. And you, if you want to be responsible for your life, you need to step out and take care of you. Because as long as somebody else is taking care of you, 
They're responsible for your life. You're not. At the end of the day, you know, everybody that we talk about, all men want to be independent. Well, do what you got to do to be independent. Put on your big boy pants. You want to step out there? You want to do it? Do it. But don't be sleeping on your parents' couch. Don't be eating their food, living off of their their income, and then want them to understand and respect you because you're a grown-ass man. Well, I got something to tell you. (laughs) If you're living on the roof of your father, he's the only grown-ass man in that house. And that comes something with that. It's called respect. That's not given, it's earned. And it's been earned over the number of years that he's vested into your life or your mom. Some of you live with, some of you young dudes right now, you're living with your mother, taking full advantage of her, a woman. Instead of stepping up and being the man in the house, you're sucking the life out of her. It's time to change. It's time to step up. It's time to get up. And it's time to man up. Because when you do that, my friends, well, hell, that's when the rubber meets the road. 